You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched you watch work out in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it and I ran that coach didn't think <laughs> biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show also on the Martin Houston Radio Network on Facebook and YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 35. We'll replay it on Alabama Tradition, Tide 109, Exiting those sports. All of that and more right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide. 100.9. It's a beautiful day. Glad to have you up and Adam with us on this beautiful morning. It's a true false Thursday with a little recruiting thrown in. Texas A&M fate. What are you hearing, thinking about this game against Texas A&M? Uh, is Bama ready to play? We'll talk a little bit more about Jalen Miro and more and uh, get your thoughts and your conversation in. You can do that by calling us at 205-342-9904. That's 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. Or you can chat us up uh, by putting your thoughts in chat, and we'll work it into the conversation. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you this morning? Doing well. Well, uh, we're quickly closing in on um, uh, what was anticipated uh, to be one of the uh, bigger games uh, of the year, uh, maybe the biggest game of the year in the regular season based on last year's upset and uh, the um, energy, I mean, the exchange that happened with Fisher and uh, Saban this summer over NIL, uh, Jimbo reacting and going all in on check Saban's record, asking anybody that's been with him. Really, really amazing. You know, when it happened, I thought it was bad. When I re-listened to it, I thought it was even worse. But the reality of it is uh, we sit a couple days out 
Um, is this game true, false? I know the, the, the hype around the game is not as big a deal as it was and we thought it would be because of, you know, te- Texas A&M having lost some of their luster with a couple losses, easily could have lost three out of four uh, of their last games. Uh, but will this game – still live up to the preseason, uh, off-season hype, revenge factor that we were thinking? It will for Alabama fans and the Alabama program. Nationally, it's lost a lot of its luster. But what it means to the players and what it means to the fans here, I think it still has every bit of it that it had after those comments were made. And it's still going to be fun to watch regardless. Yeah, uh, true, false, and, and Joe, you you can jump in on this as well. True, false. Will will the loss uh, be as big a revenge factor, or will it be getting their coaches back? Uh, true, false. The the uh, loss at this point is having. I mean, not the loss. The revenge factor to avenge their coach. Uh, it has more motivation for this group than the actual loss does at this point. You there? Uh, no, uh, I, I think that uh, I, I think last year's last year's loss is more of a is more of a motivating factor than than uh, than the comments. Though I do think the comments are pretty equal. In, Big motivating factor. I guess I'll have to give the edge to uh, to the loss. Next, I definitely think it has to do with. I think it's pretty even. I think the lost was was what it was, and Bama was going to be fired up for this game anyway. But then you add on the comments, and it just lit a fire under guys who weren't a part of last year's loss, and the statements that were made about saving. And it's just funny to hear Jimbo backtrack this week, talk about how great of a coach Saban is and how much he learned from him and things of that nature. So it's like, come on, man. If you were 5-0, yeah. would you still have this energy? Yeah. And, and that, that kind of takes to the next part of the question is, is if, if considering the way this season had turned all, turned out, has turned out for A&M, would this would we be looking at a dud of a game and potentially a, a more likely upset uh, with Alabama had we not had this off the field uh, issues in terms of the Jimbo saving things? So did this Jimbo rant this summer actually help saving and keeping this get this team as engaged and? Uh, focused in terms of uh, this year's game. I'll say true when you look at the fact of them being three and two coming in, same situation as last year, a loss right before, that it's helped keep that fire hot and and has the team ready even more. Because now it doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter what the ranking is. It's about, hey, not only did we lose to you, but then you turned around and disrespected us the way you did in the off season, so now we're gonna kick your butts for that. Yeah, Joe, did did did, did the did the off season rant really 
uh, is that what's paying dividends for this Alabama team to remain focused uh, in terms of uh, the game? I, I, I asked you asked the question. You kind of look different. Uh, Ryan, when I was on with Ryan, he was like, man, are you worried about this team being like getting too hyped with uh, wanting to avenge the loss and wanting to uh, avenge Saban, et cetera? Uh, and and I kind of actually, actually, does this get the, the right amount of intensity versus overkill? Uh, I, right now, I think it's getting the right amount of intensity because it's not it, it, the only people giving it play or the only sound that's. Uh, I mean, we, we we've given it play on the radio station this week. I, right. I, I feel like uh, Will Anderson is probably more motivated about his poor performance from last season out there than uh, than Jimbo's comments. And, and and you know, we we the last time those guys really addressed those comments was at SEC Media Days where Jordan Battle and 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 Will Anderson all kind of said uh, that they would address it and talk on the field the, on Saturday night. So I think it's getting appropriate level of play. I, I think Ryan is, uh, man, Ryan sees a devil under every rock, Martin. So he's worried about, <laughs> he, he, he's worried about, oh my gosh, could we be overhyped? It's the A&M team that will probably play their best game of the season, but it's going to take their best game and then some plus Alabama's mistakes to, uh, to 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 make this a close game in my opinion so i i i think the mo- the biggest motivating factor is avenging last year's loss and uh coming out and continuing the season playing uh, getting to uh what would that be six and oh uh, yeah uh get, get it getting to uh six and oh uh is going to be the most motivating factor and i would say that uh you know at, at the beginning of the season uh this thing could have gotten like crazy out of hand, but the way A and M has played, first of all, it took some of the luster off because you don't have two undefeated teams, you don't have two top. A and M would be top five right now, probably had they because they were number six, I think they probably be top five uh, had they lived up to their end of the bargain. Um, ESPN game day would have been here. Everybody would have been talking about it, and really, like you say, Joe. We're the only ones excited and really looking forward to um, this game uh, because we do want to see uh, how this team responds in in in, in terms of, of avenging a loss. Uh, I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think Saban's loss, uh, but once uh, in back 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 to back years to a coach, and that's Ole Miss and Hugh Freeze. Um, I think that's the only coach that's beat him back to back since he's been at Bama. That's Could it. be wrong there, huh? That's it. Yeah. So, so, so you know, this team is already, you know, used. To, I mean, he's used to getting his team ready when the, that revenge tour happens. Uh, I guess another true false um, would be Joe. You referenced it, but when we look at um, Will Anderson, guys, he, he's he's slowly been picking it up. Um, projecting forward if he goes on a tear like he did after uh, the A&M game last year, uh, what's his numbers? Um, what do you think his numbers will be um, by the end of the year? Will, will, uh, will what's he numbers? sitting at, five sacks right now? Huh? He has five sacks right now. Five or five and a half? 
So if Bama makes it to another national championship, that's another 10 games. I mean, you, you could see very similar numbers, if not better, than he had last year. And, you know, he moved up with that uh, half sack against uh, Arkansas. He is now solely in sixth place, I think it is, or maybe seventh in SEC history in sacks. And you're talking about two, not even two and a half years into his career. Everybody in front of him played four. Um, so, I mean, I think he can realistically – he can end up third all time, potentially tied for second, which is about another t- uh, twelve or thirteen sacks in SEC history. He's not going to catch Derek, uh, Derek this year by any means, unless he just goes insane. Um, he he would have to have another twenty two sacks, do, I think. Do you know how 20- close Joe, Joe? Do you guys realize how close he was to? To have him, what he had, three half sacks Saturday or four? He was so close to having uh, like a four game sack, uh, but you know, other guys, you know, met him at the ball, met him at the quarterback. So um, his numbers, X, going into the Arkansas game, did you see how many sacks he had over the last 13 games? Uh, what was it, 19? 19. Think about that for a second. So so we're talking about last year in 15 games, him having 17 and a half uh, sacks. But he had uh, – and he, he had, what, uh, two or three games this year where he didn't really do anything. <laughs> so so in, in reality, if you take out of his last 13 games, he probably had 17 sacks in like 10 of them. So, because he had a couple where he didn't get any sacks, so uh, he's. Uh, I'm sorry, he's fifth now, all time. He's fifth. Yeah, yeah and, uh, he, had, he had a really good game Saturday. Um, we, we'll, we'll talk about it on the other side, but but d- d- does this Will Anderson factor? Um, what what's been one of the big things that has really ramped up um, Will Anderson's productivity of the last couple of games? We'll talk about that. On the other side, uh, got a couple of the true-false questions. Maybe not be just A&M, but just to throw it out there, um, we, we can talk about it. Also, uh, talking about uh, Jimbo Fisher, his, uh, his fate. Uh, is he in danger or, or should he be in danger of having a hot seat? We'll talk about that. And, of course, we have recruiting with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online, uh, recruiting coming up in the second half. More conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show. We'd love to invite you to get in on it. 205-342-9904. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Esau Traffic Center, we start our Thursday morning with a wreck involving an overturned vehicle on Alabama 216. This is past Mildell Road in Abernat. Lane blockage and delays, please use caution. Business is booming at Townsend Nissan, and they need help. If you're a people person, go see BJ or Kalen at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Tuscaloosa Locksmith sells key remotes, remote fobs, smart keys, car remotes, and black rifle coffee. They also do laser engraving. Tuscaloosa Locksmith, just off 15th Street behind 
behind the fire. It's clear tonight with an overnight low of 52. For tomorrow, a good supply of sunshine, a daytime high of 83. And a little bit cooler for the weekend, but the sky is sunny both days. Highs between 75 and 78. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, They'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. It's time for the Martin Houston Show with the same hard-hitting, no-nonsense approach in which he played the game. Martin will take you inside the locker room, down on the field, and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis. Welcome back in with the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. It's Martin and Xavier, and we are talking true-false Alabama football. Just a quick sidebar before we get back to the Alabama Texan A&M questions. Uh, guys, uh, and I did not get a chance to check for an update. Um, A.J. McCarron working out uh, for the Giants. Uh, is this AJ McCarron's last uh, hurrah and opportunity uh, to to you know maybe even get an opportunity to start again in the NFL? I say it probably is. You know, he's thirty one, about to be thirty two years old. Uh, hasn't played in two in since twenty twenty now at this point um, after tearing his ACL last uh, preseason. So, yeah, I think this is probably the last chance he gets. And if it doesn't work out, um, whatever adventures he's in now or what he wants to pursue in the future, it's probably time to start making those plans. Joe? Well, he's worked out for the Browns. He's worked out for the Browns, the 49ers, and now the Giants this year. Uh, So I I do think this is probably his last year of getting workouts. His days of uh, getting a chance to start in the NFL are are long gone. But uh, it just depends on the the injury situations uh, with the rest of the starting quarterbacks in the league. Uh, It seems like he's still getting considered for workouts, so he's still right on that fringe. Maybe he can get picked up and uh, cash in a few game checks this year. Yeah, the, the the Giants may be a good fit for him. I think uh, uh, Jones is a little more athletic than AJ, but I, I think it would be what what my thoughts were, guys. I was like, man, wouldn't it be really neat in this season of the Alabama quarterbacks that if AJ were to get a chance uh, to play, uh, to you know, I think he's probably going to get picked up potentially by the Giants uh, with the. Dayball connection to Alabama, et cetera, and, and all that. Maybe he gets picked up, but wouldn't it be neat to maybe see him get an opportunity to start a few games? And because he kind of started this whole <laughs> Alabama quarterbacks at least uh, getting a chance to start in the pros again, even though uh, it didn't go as long and as well. Uh, I, I think back to that moment when. Uh, Hugh Jackson with the Cleveland Browns and that organization botched the the trade for AJ, thinking that someone else had taken care of the paperwork and 
uh, he ended up being stuck with the the Bengals, and then it's been a journeyman tour since then. But any thoughts on that before we transition? No, yeah. I mean, he worked with Dayball in Buffalo uh, the year that they drafted Josh Allen, so they have that connection and that familiarity with each other. So I, I think New York is his best shot. You know, they were down to Saquon Barkley taking uh, Wildcat snaps Sunday after uh, yeah. Daniel Jones and um, Tyrod Taylor both got hurt. So I think this is the one opportunity that he's really got to make an impact if he's going to get another one. All right. Joe, anything else on that before I bring in Todd? No, I, I hope he has. I hope he gets picked up. It'd be great to uh, to get him back in the league. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun uh, to, to watch him uh, in the league. And like I said, maybe get get a, get a start in, in what would definitely in our, in Martin Houston's lifetime, uh, the highlight of Alabama uh, quarterbacks in the league. Of course, I, I do remember uh, when I was younger, of course, the, you know, the snake and, uh, and, and Todd and, um, Namath. And, uh, and of course, Rutledge, huh? Namath. And uh, I don't remember the name. I think that old. Uh, all right, son. <laughs> <laughs> but I do he remember. Played for a while after you were born, huh? He played for a while after you were born. I, I didn't say he didn't. I said I don't remember him playing that much. I remember Snake, uh, and that's what's interesting. We got a Snake. We got a lefty in this crew too with Tua. So. But uh, but yeah, it's a it's it'd be fun to see him get a little bit of that love since he kind of helped start this uh this whole hey Alabama quarterbacks can actually play in the NFL so we'll we'll see what happens. We got Todd uh, on the line. Todd, you're in with the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Oh man, uh, great show, guys, and good morning. I just wanted to say um. There's, there's just one thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way is, you know, when we call this uh, a revenge game or a revenge season, and I go back to what Scripture says, you know, the Lord says, revenge is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. So, you know, I just thank God that, <laughs> I just thank God that, uh, you know, uh, Bama's got leaders like Milrow will go into that tent, you know, and love on his brother when he's down and he wants to come back into the game so bad and he goes out there and performs the way he did. And so those, those those young guys, they got leaders like that that are, you know, and, and I don't believe that, uh, you know, this team is going into this as a revenge. I, I, I believe it's motivation um, because what motivated me to buy tickets for this game was uh, my son Zach and I, we, we usually scope schedule out. We live over in Georgia. He lives up in northern Virginia. And so we'll, we'll pick out a game, and, uh, you know, Texas A&M was it. We picked it out. You know, way, way, way early, and it, you know, if you look on StubHub, it's the most expensive game to buy right now. So, that loss has motivated the fans to come, and I can't wait to hear that jet airplane up there at the fifty-yard line. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, well, I can tell you as as a uh, as a, as a player, um, you know, it, it is in the back of your mind. Um, you know, uh, as a revenge. Uh, because uh, my last – you want to know what my last loss was in college? What's that? 35 to nothing to Florida mm. in the swamp. So, uh, 
don't think that 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 when we were playing in that SEC championship game, <laughs> even though we were playing for a championship, it still in the back of our mind was we, we want to avenge that loss. We want to make sure that that's not the way we're remembered. And, and this team, even though they 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 have a lot more going than the A and M team, Todd, they definitely don't want to lose to this group again. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, a revenge factor. But the other part is they got a lot to play for, uh, especially, especially, uh, my other true false question that I had is, uh, will Jalen Miro be the starter despite how we hear Saban talking? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, yeah I'm waiting on, I, I was going to let Todd answer it first. But. Um, you know, Saban's uh, saying um, uh, Young is, is day-to-day, and um, I believe what he's saying is day-to-day. Um, they're probably working him yeah. out. Um, I, I wish I could see the practices, but, uh, you know, they're going to do everything they can do to get Young in there, but I think Saban does a great job at looking at that young man's future over this game, and he's seen what his backup guy can do, and it's just a reminder of what was going on with Jalen and Tua you know, just a few years back, you know, where they were back and forth, you know, and it's so awesome for Bama to be so strong at the quarterback position to where, man, it didn't really fall off, you know, and, they, and the fans got to see a lot of runs, man. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing the backup guy come on in, but if if, if Young is uh, healthy and it's not going to hinder him in any way, shape, fashion, or form in his future, which is, is so bright, um, you know, I think I think Saban's doing the right thing, I, and I, I believe I'm praying that uh, Young can get on back in there and, and play and, and, and contend for the Heisman again, because uh, it would be so awesome to have him to get two in a row. Um, there's only one man that's done that, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Running back. So you know, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see. I like. I'm coming to Alabama to watch this game. I want to see Young play, but. On the other hand, I want to see Milrow play because man, he's he's serving the Lord, and uh, man, he's going. I believe he's going to do great things if he gets to start. So um, it's going to be very interesting. Well, all right. Well, Todd, we appreciate that. Safe travels over from Georgia, and your son from I think you said Virginia. Uh, safe travels over, and uh, uh, give us a on the field a blow by blow uh, next week of what you saw with this Crimson Tide team. Thank you, sir. Roll Tide. Road tie. All right, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll do some recruiting next, and then we'll circle back around to the Jalen Miro. Uh, is Saban keeping NM guessing? Is there any, any possible chance that Bryce Young uh, plays Saturday? Um, and uh, if he plays, will it be because Miro couldn't handle the job? Do you think there's any way? Especially with what happened, does the Tua running Tua back out there uh, have any play in the mindset of the coaching staff and the media when dealing with Bryce Young? We'll talk about that after we talk a little recruiting with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting up next. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Everybody loves Taco Costa. Everything we do in our store, we prepare in our store. You know, we hand cut all of our tomatoes. We block and shred our own cheese here in the store. So we still preaching of God's word. Please join us at the link that's 610 Watermelon Road, Northport, Alabama, or watch online at Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's Awakening, powered by Empowerment Ministries, the third Thursday every month at 6.30 p.m. Please pray for us and join us if you can. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. And before we move into the second half, we have to give a shout out to Cup of Joe. Happy birthday, Joe. How you doing, man? Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm doing good. What's that magic number today? 12. 12. <laughs> All right. 12. 12. Oh, 12. 33. 33. Well, everybody birthday, that's man. listening right now, make sure y'all flood Cup of Joe at 11 o'clock with happy birthday wishes. So, uh, but seriously, happy birthday, man. Everybody got that special day. And the day is yours. So, uh, thank you so day. much, man. I appreciate the mention. Thank you. Absolutely. Birthday, Ed, talking to you, sir. All right. And as it was said, happy birthday, Joe. But now we are joined by Hank South of 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. One of the best follows in the game. Good morning, Hank. How are you? Hey, good, good morning. I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good, doing good. So it's finally here, Alabama versus Texas A&M. And we know this is the biggest week of visits that Alabama has had so far. Who all is coming into town? Yeah, it's kind of the, the weekend, or it's been the weekend we've been talking about really since uh, since the spring. It's kind of the, the marquee game of the fall, um, home game of the fall, at least in terms of visitors. We'll see what the Iron Bowl, Iron Bowl brings. But, um, yeah, biggest one so far, uh, and, and the list isn't disappointing. Uh, you know, the, the big biggest name um, is Keon Keeley, um, in terms of ranking at least, uh, the five-star edge rusher from Tampa. He is expected in for his official visit, and it's kind of been that long-awaited official visit. Um, he took that that unofficial trip over to Tuscaloosa for the champions cookout at the end of July. Um, and that's kind of where things started trending more towards Bama. He, he, he was committed to Notre Dame at the time. He has since decommitted from Notre Dame 
um, and, and it looked like it was uh, Bama's recruitment to lose. I, I think that's maybe still the case, probably still the case. But uh, since since that time, he's been to Ohio State twice, once on an official visit and then again on an unofficial visit. Uh, so the Buckeyes are making it a little bit more interesting than it was um, at first. So that that's one we're keeping an eye on. But Bama has this weekend to kind of uh, maybe take back any momentum it, it potentially had, had uh, been taken away by the Buckeyes. So um, Keon Keeley, that's one we are circling and watching. Um, another five-star official visitor, Deuce Robinson, who's the number one tight end in the country. Haven't really talked a lot about him. Um, it, it hasn't really, you know, we, we haven't been – really sure how, how much BIM has been involved for him. Um, I know USC has some confidence. Texas has been in heavy for him. But, um, you know, the fact that he's taking an official visit um, is certainly something to keep an eye on. So, you know, maybe he's one that, that Bama takes a step forward for this weekend um, when he gets in town from Phoenix, Arizona. So a little bit of a trek, but Deuce Robinson is another five-star. Um, and, and that's it in terms of uh, five-star official visitors so far. Cormani McLean was expected um, early on, or you know, even earlier this week. You know, we had we had him on our expected list, uh, and we're told um, his visit uh, this weekend is not going to happen this weekend. I think there's going to be an official visit later in the fall for him. Um, so you know that 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 was a little bit of a change. But beyond that, you know, a lot of the commitments back in town, uh, most of the commitment, Alabama commitments back in town, um, several high-profile unofficial visitors, whether it be Kelby Collins, the Florida commit. Um, that's a big one, certainly. You know, we've been waiting for since he um, committed to the Gators over Alabama back in the summer. We'll see how involved or how much interest he's still um, showing in Alabama with this visit. David Hobbs, another big, big defensive line target. He's going to be on an unofficial visit, and then he's going to be back in two weeks for an official visit during the Mississippi State game. Um, Jaron Hamilton, a receiver from Florida. Um, Centarian Perkins, the Ole Miss linebacker commit. It's almost a bigger unofficial visitors weekend in terms of uh, 2023 targets numbers wise. So um, yeah, you know it's going to be a loaded weekend. Um, I'm sure more kids will join this um, visitors list. There's a lot of high profile underclassmen as well. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'll it'll uh, certainly be a uh, big turnout, no doubt. Awesome. And when you look at something interesting else that's happening this weekend, um, Quay Rousseau and. James Smith out of Carver and Montgomery. Uh, they're actually going to the the Alabama A&M game versus Jackson State. And we saw last year with Travis Hunter and, and Kevin Nolan, two very high-profile recruits going to uh, Jackson State. Is there any chance that an Alabama and A&M who's in their top five or a Jackson State could make a play for them, or are they really looking just for the experience? What, which um, game are they going to X? The Alabama A&M Jackson State game. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, no. I, I think it. I, I don't think that's going to be a situation where you know we saw with uh, with Travis Hunter going to Jackson State or, or uh, uh, Kevin Coleman or those guys going. But uh, I, I mean, I, I think they're interested in it. Obviously, it's a hometown school. Um, I, I think they're just. It's more kind of a. You know, they're they're you know showing some uh, respect to their top six, I guess, in in, in checking out Alabama State um, for a game um, or like a courtesy visit, I guess. Um, so you know, I don't think it's going to be that kind of situation. Um, everyone was kind of freaking out. You know, why aren't they coming to Alabama for this game this weekend? Well, 
They're in town for the Vandy game. They're going to be back in two weeks of the Mississippi State game. They're probably going to visit for the Iron Bowl, and then they're going to take an official visit in December. So uh, I think one yeah. game weekend where, where they're not showing up is isn't a, isn't a huge huge issue um, in terms of you know their time or their their visit schedule. And, and, and let me interrupt right here quick. Exactly. I also think uh, Hank this kind of can also talk about what we were talking about earlier. This game has lost some of its luster. Uh, in terms of the matchup itself. And you have to understand from an experience standpoint, uh, uh, SWAC, you know, does have a lot to do. And there's no telling how many family members and different people are probably coming into Montgomery uh, for that. And and Dion is bringing his own game day experience pretty much. Oh, yeah. uh, people, people wanting to see Dion. I mean, so I, I think it's probably – like you said, as much about the experience uh, of, of of being a part and family and friends, and th- there, there's no telling. They probably got uh, a, a, a hundred tickets. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I know they can't, but I, I you know, what I'm saying, is there no telling yeah. what, what's going on there? But it's, I, I would not worry too much about those guys in that. But hey, who knows? Yeah, no right. doubt. I, th- I think Bama's. Uh, Bama's done a really good job with them. I think they're where they need to be with, with both with both Quay Rousseau and Jim Smith right now. And again, we've been saying it since the summer. There's going to be twists and turns with with these guys. You know, they're going to take visits elsewhere. There's going to be momentum. There's going to be buzz that you know another school has the edge. But I think in the long run, um, you know, Bama's done the best job so far, at least. Um, you know, with Charles Kelly, Freddie Roach, Pete Golding, obviously Nick Saban's very involved for both of these guys. So I, I think they're the team to beat when all is said and done. But Again, you know, they're not announcing any decisions until the early signing period, so still got to watch it, still got to watch where they visit, but uh, I think they're in good shape right now. All right, we get, we're in with Hank South of 247 Sports and Bama Online Recruiting. Uh, Hank, um, I've noticed something that has started to become a trend. We've seen it at SMU now and at Auburn with guys saying, hey, I'm going to take a red shirt, pretty much asking slash demanding for it. And now they're going to uh, – that that's something that's happening. Um, what impact does that have on recruiting and potential roster management down the road? Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how that, that impacts things. You know, I, I could certainly see that starting to become more of a trend. Um, you know, that was kind of the big thing a few years ago with Bama with uh, – uh, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, to that, to, you know, to what's happening at SMU. But um, I think, what was it, Jalen Hurts, was, you know, if he had played a four, he ended up take, playing more than four games, uh, you know, to, to give, to help Bama out before his uh, before he transferred to Oklahoma. So that was kind of a situation where that came. But, um, you know, how it plays into recruiting, I, there's just like so many different variables at this point where like, you know, the transfer portal can play into recruiting, uh, the four-game redshirt rule, um, you know, all you know, all this different stuff. Um, I, I think you kind of just have to t- take it as it comes. I'm not sure you could, like, pinpoint, oh, this is exactly how it's going to affect things. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to probably factor in occasionally or, you know, eventually with Bama. You know, I think we'll, whether it becomes public or not, you know, whether we see a kid, you know, a kid could privately stay behind – um, you know, behind closed doors, you know, they they would or talk to Coach Saban or or talk to the staff and like make the decision that you know they they, they don't want to play, but maybe they're not going to 
make it as public as, as guys at SMU have made it. Um, so yeah, I'm not really sure how it's going to impact recruiting, but you know, numbers are going to come into play, you know, with the signing cap kind of lifted this year over 25 and below the 85, there's going to be more guys signing at schools and there's going to need to be more kind of roster attrition in, in terms of, uh, guys looking elsewhere to, uh, to make room for, for incoming people. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how, if that kind of has, uh, you know, if, they, if that, if that becomes more of a trend, uh, in college football this year or, or going forward. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely an interesting, uh, little tidbit in this kind of new era of college football. Yeah, right, we've got Pat. Hey, let me, we need to get to Pat. Hey, let me get to Pat. Uh, but uh, speaking of that, Aaron Anderson is one of those guys that we actually had a caller down in New Orleans tell us that he's already heard <laughs> heard rumors that that Anderson uh, is is looking to come back if he didn't play, looking to come back to to, to the state. So we'll, we'll watch that and see if that pans out to be true. Uh, but before we go, on, we need to get to Pat. Pat, uh, you're on. With Hank South, two four seven Sports Bama Online recruiting on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Morning, Hank. I uh, would like to talk a little bit about uh, is Dabo going to have to uh, uh, how do you say uh, walk it back uh, with Peter Woods uh, potentially uh, taking an official visit to Alabama? What do you think? I I've been checking on this because I know you know everyone's wondering about. Peter Woods and and I, was, I spoke to his dad earlier this week and he said there are no plans to take any visits to Tuscaloosa this year, um, whether that be official or unofficial. Obviously, you know that could change, uh, but I, I think he's he told me they're they're going to watch Alabama smash Texas A and M from home. So, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think it's an issue yet, uh, but you know if it comes down to it, I you know. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. It'll it'll put Dabo uh, kind of put his feet to the fire. Peter Woods does decide he okay. wants to take an official. One, one more or... quick question. Yeah, we need a really big defensive lineman. Uh, Davis out of a uh, JUCO in Mississippi. What's the latest? Yeah, he's a real quiet kid. Um, he might actually visit this weekend. He hasn't decided one way or the other yet. Um, so uh, Bama's. I, th- I think they're you know they're probably in his top three. Um, uh, but you know, in terms of you know, are they the leader? You know, I, I I wouldn't pick put him in the class just yet. But um, you know, we'll, we'll see. He's the only JUCO target they have left outside of their commits. Um, and if he shows up this weekend, you know, maybe we'll get a better gauge of you know how involved him actually is. But there is definitely mutual interest. So he's he's a defensive line target to watch. Yeah, I was going to say he's he's a three hundred plus pounder that can go. All right, hey, yeah. y'all have a blessed day. Thank y'all for taking my call. Bye bye. Hank, Hank, before right, thanks, uh, Xavier wraps up, Hank, uh, did um, do, does Peter Woods even have to take an official visit to end up in this class at Alabama? Yeah, you know that's a good question. Um, you know he's been to Bama what fifty plus times throughout his uh, his high school career. Um, he he doesn't really um, need to. You know he could. It could be one of those things where um, you know Jihad Campbell last year was committed to Clemson up until the the last weekend of. Uh, before the early signing period. And he did end up taking an official visit. You know, he hadn't been to Tuscaloosa really uh, near the level, obviously, as Peter Woods. But um, it could be a situation where, you know, change of heart last minute, that, that's what they want to do. Um, he hasn't shown that yet. Obviously, Clemson's playing really well. They're, they have a lot of a lot of buzz and excitement. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of revisit that as we get closer to the early signing period. But, um, you know, I, I think he's pretty locked in with Clemson for now. 
All right, thanks, Hank, for joining us on this Thursday. You join us every Thursday. Uh, Hank South of 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Hank, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy birthday, uh, Joe, as well. I didn't, I didn't even know when we, we talked on the phone. But uh, uh, BamaOnline.com um, or uh, Twitter at HankSouth247. Obviously have a ton of visitors' content, ton of uh, team content from all our guys on the site. Um, so definitely a, a, a good time to join. All right, that's Hank South of 247 Sports and Bama Online Recruiting, the best follow in the game. You have a good one, Hank. Thanks, y'all, too. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Thursday morning. No action has been taken by the Tuscaloosa County Commission on bids for sewer improvements and hold. According to the Tuscaloosa County Commission, inflation blamed for driving up estimated cost well over $680,000 above initially budgeted for the project. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom-sized stone or or custom-shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Join the Tuscaloosa, Alabama Lynx Chapter for Lynx in Pink, a breast cancer awareness event on Saturday, October 5th. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show on this true false Thursday, as well as the little recruiting with Hank South 247 Sports. Big weekend set for the Alabama Crimson Tide. A couple big names, uh, biggest of which is uh, Keeley, the young man who was committed to Notre Dame, but looking at the Crimson Tide as a possible suitor uh, for his skill set over the next three to four years is the way we're playing defense gonna help him make that decision this weekend we'll be watching it Ohio State in the mix right now but I think Alabama closes the deal on that young man we're doing a little true false and before we went to recruiting and one of those questions was regarding Jalen Miro and and Bryce Young True, false. Jalen Miro will, and without a doubt, be the starter Saturday. I'm gonna go true. Yeah, I'll go true as well. I, I, I feel it in my gut. Yeah, you I think Bryce will be ready uh, in case, but I definitely think Miro gets the start in the first opportunity. Does does. 
do you think that the Tua situation in any way impacts this decision to at least uh, not start Bryce coming off of that injury? Um, Is that in the back of Saban and this this staff's mind with um, whether or not they play uh, or start um, right young? Uh, You're talking about the situation from last week or the situation when he was at Alabama? Last week, week, the injury situation. I'm not so sure that that the Last week has an impact just simply for the fact that it was, it was a concussion, it was a brain injury, something like that, versus a shoulder that is that you know what it is and you can you can see it a lot easier and understand it a lot easier. So I'm not sure if that has an impact as much as some people might think it does. Yeah, I'll say false as well. I think that uh, I, I I don't think it has any bearing on Bryce Young and how he's how he's treating this uh, the, the, this week's game. I, and I and I I I'll I probably say um, a little bit of true. I think he. I think now is it going to impact it? I think if this was a mission critical game and Miro had not shown so well, uh, without a doubt, I think it's in back of mind. Because even though it's not, even though it's not a concussion, uh, the reality of it is, um, uh, the concussion is not as close to a career-ending thing necessarily as uh, Bryce messing up a rotator cup or or messing up his labrum or anything. That has a greater impact on Bryce Young's potential future uh, as much as a concussion could uh, on Tua's immediate future. And, of course, concussion could, of course, always have great impact down the road. I think what Saban, I think what they're doing, if what they're telling us is true, I think that regardless, they would start Jalen Milrow. Uh, and if Jalen handles his business, uh, then kudos, right? Um, but the question becomes, let's say Bryce isn't as far along as they think. How ready is uh, Ty Simpson uh in terms of being ready, Cam Tim asked us, uh, have we talked any about Ty Simpson? Because the reality of it is if Bryce is not ready in that AC thing, because all it's going to take is he could be ready in one throw, one hit, one fall, one try to protect himself against the ground, and he's right back out. Uh, how close y'all think Ty Simpson is uh, to being ready to, to, to help this team win? I think if Jalen Milrow isn't ready to help this team win, I'm not. I'm not sold on if Ty is at all either. Just for the simple fact of, from what we understand and what we've seen, Jalen has been the clear number two. He's taken all of those reps and done all of that work. And I think this week you're probably looking at a very heavy workload for him with the starters. And probably any of the other work is going into Bryce just with the possibility of him being needed. So, I mean, I'm not so sure if Ty would be able to come in and do. Now, it's not a talent thing. It's more of an experience thing. And this this situation, this game, regardless of Texas A&M's record, I think can have an impact on if we see Ty at all. Hey, Joe, let me ask you this. Do, do you think that – of course, my question was if if Bryce is not ready and, 
and we're being told what we're being told because Saban wants A&M preparing for Bryce. Do you think that Ty has gotten some rep with one this week just in case? Uh, I think he's probably gotten the reps that Jalen would have gotten as the two in normal circumstances. I, I, bet, I bet you Bryce hasn't gotten a whole lot of reps this week. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing with his arm. It's like you have to rest it. So <laughs> how much, how much, how many reps could he get? Uh, let me ask you this uh, question for both of you, real quick, before we guys, guys, with, with Ty coming in, uh, could this offense because it, it's, just because Jalen doesn't work, they could be set up to stop the run. Does Ty become kind of that change-up guy that Tua was for Jalen, or? Uh, and then Jalen was for Tua, uh, if Jalen Milrow is the guy and struggles. I don't I don't see a massive difference in their gameplay. I mean, Ty was a very high uh, dual-threat quarterback coming out as well. I mean, is he ready arm-wise? Is he, is he that much more advanced arm-wise than Jalen, if at all, when you really look at it? Hmm. I, I guess due to time, uh, Mr. Producer, I guess I better get out of here so I don't get in trouble. Uh, let's pick that conversation up tomorrow. Is Ty and Jalen Milrow the same player uh, or, or not? Or is Ty probably a good fit somewhere right between Bryce and uh, Jalen? So we'll talk about that tomorrow as well as get players of the game, get uh, your thoughts on who's going to be the breakout player uh, will this defense live up to the hype? And will Bama under Jalen Miro cover? We'll talk about that and more on the Martin Houston Show. I'm Martin Houston. That's Xavier Houston. That's Joe Gaither. Happy birthday, Joe. Uh, thanks to everybody out there. Trust on the Lord. Always lean out your name. And I would talk to me. He would your pass. Roll Tide, everybody. Let's celebrate. Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.